This episode of Palmy Talk is brought to you in association with Portsmouth.co.uk. If you want to stay in the know about everything that is happening in Portsmouth, from news to culture to food to, of course, sport and Pompey, take out an online subscription with the Portsmouth News website today at portsmouth.co.uk forward slash subscriptions. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Pompey Talk podcast. This week we discuss Tuesday's EFL vote, the return to football for Pompey with a playoff against Oxford to come, the double header against the U's, the latest COVID-19 testing results at Fratton Park, plus the latest developments on ticket refunds. We hope you enjoy your listen. Thanks. Okay, lads, welcome back. Another Pompey podcast, but the environment we're now operating in is slightly different. Still working from home, but at least we've got football to look forward to. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's uh, a real big lift in the middle of the week, wasn't it? Um, we don't know the date yet. We've got a bit of a time frame, but it looks like Premier League football's coming back this month. Championship football's coming back this month. League Two football's coming back this month. And finally, League One football might come back this month, end of the month, but it's coming back. So, yes, at last, yes. Twitter, Twitter today has been marvellous. It's been people moaning about club options, refunding season tickets, but it's people talking about football and Pompey again. So, uh, uh, welcome back, old friends, old moaners. You've <laughs> missed it, haven't you? And it's a Pompey family who can never agree on anything whatsoever, not even a statement with three options. But the important thing is, We've missed you. We've missed everyone. We're talking, moaning about things to do with football and Pompey. Uh, it's lovely to hear. I'm not well, even being fantastic just... either. It is lovely to hear because we've <laughs> just lovely. longed for this moment. So uh, uh, it's good to see. Well, do you share Neil's enthusiasm? I do, yeah. It's just, it's just a waste of our shoulders now, isn't it? Actually, normal. Normally, it's going to come for a while, haven't we? We've known for weeks and weeks and weeks that the season's going to be curtailed, but... You still want that. Um, you still want it finalised, don't you? And to be honest with you, I mean, once the final decision came out, I mean, everyone's known about this going to happen for weeks. I'm actually surprised by our website hits. Just how many people even still clicked on the story to see that it was still, it's still being curtailed. To be honest with you, I mean, it's normally when when you build up to these things, it's a bit of an anti-climax, isn't it? But <laughs> still had the, the enthusiasm to to know what was happening right to the very end, and obviously want to know what's happening now. So fair play to the to the readers as well. Thanks very much for that, and and now we can move on and look towards the playoffs. But don't forget, well, we're in the know. We we can add extra details to the fans as wish list of what the actual information is out there like so don't discourage people to, to come and visit us on our website now I'm not now I'm not now but just often you, you wrote that after the, the vote was taken that took place on Tuesday um, a bit of a comment piece uh, it, it wasn't the outcome Pompey wanted obviously they wanted to continue on the season play at the remaining games but at the same time too it, it's worked out alright hasn't it yeah, I mean, I've said it for a while. I'm not comfortable with football ending via points per game system. I mean, Tranmere, for one, especially losing out by such a margin. It just doesn't seem right for me. I did write in that piece as well. If the pandemic had happened in 2006, then Pompey would have been relegated, wouldn't he, from the Premier League? Uh, so 
you know, if, if it had gone to a points per game system in the Premier League, I know that it didn't in the end, but it might have been different. Um, but yeah, now, now sort of Pompey wants to carry on with the games and he wants to see them out. But for all we know, Pompey might have missed out on the playoffs. They might have got automatic promotion. We don't know. It was that tight. And with so many big clubs in the mix, we don't know how it would have finished. It would have been interesting once to see how it would have finished with nine games left. Pompey still had some big games against the likes of Rotherham away to, to come up. That one certainly was the one you were looking at because if Pompey had beaten Rotherham, then he would have leapfrogged them in the table. Uh, Doncaster as well, Rome was another big one, but they didn't get the wish, they didn't get automatic promotion, but they are still in the promotion mix. They are still very much in the race for the championship, which is what they set out for at the, at the start of the season. This was the goal. Uh, we knew it was going to be difficult to achieve automatic promotion, given that Sunderland was still in the division and all they haven't been promoted. But Peterborough threw a lot of money at it. Coventry put a good squad together. Rotherham were always yo-yoing up and down. We knew it was going to be difficult, and maybe some fans expected Pompey to be in the playoffs once all games were fulfilled. So, as I say, we, we've still got three games to go now, and, and Pompey's aim is, is still very much alive. Neil, do you feel sorry for, say, say Peterborough more than anybody? I know you spoke to Mark Callan, he, he offered a wee bit of sympathy towards them. Do you concur with that? Yeah, I said before that they're the side I really feared. Um, they gave the best performance I've seen against Pompey this season, mm. a few weeks before the lockdown, didn't they? It's uh, their place, they're outstanding. Ivan Tony's the best player in the league. Um, so for me, they were the side you, you didn't want in the playoffs. Uh, they're coming on strong, and um, yet they've they've missed out. Um, now we're in this, this this situation where nothing's ideal, nothing's perfect. You can't resolve it to everyone's um, pleasure, but it is what it is, isn't it? And they have to do something to get football back, and this is what they've agreed on. Now Pompey have been fortunate in, in terms of avoiding Peterborough, <coughs> but. In the playoffs now, so you've, you've got to move on. And uh, it's, I say, it's, it's what it is. It's not ideal, <laughs> but this situation is not ideal, is it? So, yeah. come on, let, let's look at the playoffs now. And I'm, I'm very optimistic. And, and again, I've read some people going, oh, we, we've never won a playoff. Come on, let's change it around now. It's been a weird <laughs> old season. Uh, weird old season. Probably have experienced some weird old seasons as well, haven't they, in the past. And uh, we look to Oxford, which is going to be a tough game. Yeah. Before we speak about Oxford, just one something that you touched on. Um, Pompey, obviously, were part of the six-group collective that wanted the season to continue. Dar McAnthony, the Porsche chairman owner, has since come out and said, you know what, there were some clubs in that top six that didn't want to face us, either in the title run-in or in the playoffs. And he's sort of implied that there may have been a few clubs that didn't stay true to the word. But we're adamant that Pompey did stay true to their standpoint right from the outside, aren't we? Yeah, because it, the voting was in confidence. So you're not quite sure who voted what. Um, some people said four voted for, to continue the season. Some said five. But Pompey definitely voted. Mark Catlin said that. He's gone on record saying that. Uh, other clubs yeah. didn't want to do it. It's up to them. That's the situation. Um, Obviously, Peterborough aren't very happy about things, and I can understand that and appreciate that. But this is where we are now. The decision's been made. Someone would have been moaning, wouldn't they? So that's what it is. Um, 
let's not forget Peterborough weren't in the playoffs at that stage of the season. So they got to look at themselves perhaps for that, that they weren't in the position. Same as Tranmere. Yeah. I know Tranmere were making a bit of a, a rally, but they were in the relegation spots, weren't they? When the season stopped. Yeah. So we move on, for, or at least some clubs can move on, can't they? And uh, we'll see how it goes. Well, do you take any satisfaction that shouldn't really start building up rivalries, but there has been one gearing up this past few seasons, but Sunderland, Sunderland season is now finished. They're not going to be taking part. They're going to be in League One next season. Is there a slight bit of delight in you that they're, they're in this position? Um, not really, no. I don't really think about other, other clubs, to be honest with you. Just just sort of think about you know, think about what, what matters to us, and that's, that's Pompey at the end of the day. I mean, if, if Pompey don't go up, then I, I'm sure many of us don't look forward to the mammoth trip to, stun, so, to the uh, stadium of light again. No, Plymouth, <laughs> but, um, Plymouth, come up, come up, Plymouth have come up, haven't they? So Pompey yeah, down, Plymouth. Oh, <laughs> the Dockyard Derby's back, isn't it? Oh, yeah, dear. surely that's motivation enough to make sure that they get they get promoted this season. Another trip to Plymouth, come on, we don't need that, <laughs> do we? Dockyard Derby nonsense, isn't it? Oh, dear, <laughs> fake fake <laughs> rivalries. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't do anything now, but it does show that League One is a, is a difficult division to get out of. Um, and Kenny Jack had said that before as well. I mean, you only have to look at examples like Leeds with Danny a couple of seasons, Sheffield United now, struggles in the division, even, you know, Southampton as well. It's it's a tough division to get out of once you're in there. You can't come down to this division and think, right, we're going to we're gonna absolutely obliterate this and, and go back up again. Ipswich this season started off like a train and, and then jettisoned and, and they finished 11th. Now it's... It's a hard division just because it's 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 the third tier of football. It's not just some big clubs, and you've got to, like Kenny Jackett says, say you've got to earn your right to get out of it, and that's what that's what Pompey have got to do now in the playoffs. They are the biggest club in the playoffs by stature, by fan base, etc. But it doesn't matter about that. It matters who's better over these potentially these three games they've got to play. Well, there's no easy games at this level, is there? There isn't. No, there isn't. No, no. no easy well, looking at the playoffs. Sorry, well, any the wi must have dropped there. No, no easy games at any level, is it? No easy games. <laughs> <laughs> it's always anywhere tough place to go, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, tough place. Every manager. <laughs> every, not, even in non-league, no easy place to go, is it? Scoop Hopkins always used to say, he says, that's the beauty of this league, the games come thick and fast. Uh, uh, we would say it's the same in every league. Every league games can be thick and fast. It's not just League Two or League One. DME. Sorry, sorry, man. Right, it's been a long right. three months. No. It's been a long three months. Jesus. I can, I can sense you want to get a lot off your chest today, Neil. Is there anything else you want to go on about? <laughs> yeah. Well, you've been looking forward to a game. We know the next game is going to be Oxford at Fratton Park. What what's your thoughts on that particular semi final? Pompey have been allocated in the. Yeah, it's. A, I think we touched upon it before, haven't we? About how you just you just don't. I know you can. I know it's a cliche. We've just been mocking cliches, but here's another <laughs> one. You can never predict the playoffs. However, <laughs> this is a particularly appropriate this time of year, and this 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 season because you don't know how teams are going to come out of fitness training. Are they going to be match fit? Are, are they going to be sharp? You just don't know, do you? Um, naturally, every, nearly everyone's got their players back from injury. 
whereas teams have been impacted by injuries, weren't they? I mean, you look at the Premier League, Bournemouth had a Harvard team out through injuries before lockdown. They've come back into it in a relegation battle with everyone fit. So that's benefited sides. But everyone's so level now, isn't it? Because you, and you just don't know how teams have been drilled, uh, have been prepared uh, physically and mentally by their respective coaches and, and, and uh, how fit are they going to be how sharp are they going to be we don't know that until we see them in action and it could catch some people out obviously all coaching teams and managers will say yeah our, our players are ready for this our players are prepared but we just don't know and um, that's going to be fascinating to see what emerges um, and uh, again you just don't know well is it fair to assume that Oxford may be further ahead in terms of their fitness if, if say this this weekend we've seen reports that they've got a friendly lined up against the championship side from what we can gather probably haven't reached um that sort of a stage yet so are Oxford at a slight advantage in that respect yeah I mean both I, I read saying Oxford's uh have their physio or the, the sports science guy up there he said that the players are fitter than they were when they come back for pre-season normally, but Kenny Jack had said that as well. So I think all players, it seems, probably are fitter than they will be in the summer. They're not, they haven't been on holiday and maybe put the feet up, have they, and relaxed a little bit, indulged in things that they that they might normally do over the course of the season. During this this deadlock, they've had to stay on the ball, haven't they? Because they've known that that a, that a playoff is probably going to come, so they probably haven't been doing things that they would normally in off season. So I think that, that all players will be fitter. Um as you say, it does come down to, to friendlies and, and what happens. You'd you'd like to think that Pompey will have a friendly over the next week or something like that. You'd like to think that one will be organised. Um especially if they are looking at Premier League teams like Brighton Bournemouth. Brighton especially we know that they played them behind close over the past two years. It's got to be in the next week because Brighton have got a I think their season starts on the 20th again. I think they've got, they've got Arsenal on the on the 20th of June. So it's got to be soon, hasn't it, if they are going to organise. And I think Kenny Jack had said that maybe there might be opportunities to play Brighton and they might play some of the fringe lads because some of those might need might be needed yeah. this season given that there's going to be five subs and nine on the bench for you. So it'll be interesting. There. It looks like Oxford might be playing at, at Bristol City or a, a Reds in the Championship side. But I, I, I think once... Once a date's out for, for when the playoffs are going to be, I think things are so meticulous now and there's so much so much on fitness levels and where players need to be. I think that it's much for muchness. I think that, that most clubs and most players will be at a similar level. I think it's a, it's, it's a matter of who will turn up on the day, to be honest with you. I mean, it's going to be different in these playoff games because it's a bit warmer. It's so... Is that going to affects players' fitness on top of that? Is that going to help teams who like to keep the ball a little bit more? Is it going to help a team like Pompey maybe play a little bit more direct and could hit a side on the counter-attack later for games tight? I don't know. There's all these all these facets, isn't it, that have got to factor in and ultimately it's going to come down to who turns up and who can hold the nerve on the day. Neil, you spoke to Kenny Jacket uh, relatively recently talking about the Fratton Park factor, the Fortress Fratton that it's become this past couple of months or year, in fact. Um, 
are you concerned that likes of Oxford are going to rock up at Fountain Park and not have that fear of intimidation from the fans, etc.? It's going to be a massive leveller. It will be, won't it? Same as Pompey go to Oxford. So that that's another fascinating facet, isn't it, of a situation where you, the only advantage you've got from a home game is, is familiarity, isn't it? Um, and lack of travelling, but it's only Oxford, isn't it? So yeah. that's what Pompey have... Uh, that's the scenario Pompey now have. <coughs> I mean, obviously, the, the, the home record is, is phenomenal, Pompey, this season. Um, they haven't lost at home in the league, have they? The only team outside the Premier League that applies to. So, suddenly, you haven't got the fans there and it and it will impact them. But it'll be the same for Oxford when they go there. And, um, again, it levelers the word, isn't it? And you can keep using it. Everything's been stripped away, really, isn't it? And it might be a bit pure, really, isn't it, these playoff games? Because everyone's in yeah. the same position. There's no advantage from fans. You know, there's no intimidation factor there. Um, and they just come down pure a match. Yeah. Leveller. It's, it's good. Again, very, very intriguing. Hopefully decided on, uh, on ability. Yeah, you're right as well, Neil. It's only Oxford, isn't it? It's not like it was Pompey against Fleetwood. Then it might be advantage to the home team. Yeah. But, yeah, but now you walk an hour and a half, an hour and 45 up the roads. It's, it's not a lot to, to really impact you, is it? Well, my only concern is, will Frankie and Benners be open? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, why, that's, why, that's why we go to Oxford. It's Frankie and Benners, isn't it? It depends on Is Barry Harris going to be allowed in the car park to retrieve the ball uh, during the warm-up? <laughs> booted out. He might not be the only side. one. No, it's always an amusing side, Oxford, watching him from where we are in the press box to see Barry scuttling around, diving into cars uh, like he's from some uh, 80s cop film. Uh, <laughs> Clearing the bonnet, trying to get the ball before it smashed into a windscreen. Very funny it is. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not as if we'll miss him either, because from what the pictures we've seen of his barn at this past few weeks, it's it's getting way out of control. More like Doc Brown out <laughs> of uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> he is, isn't he? <laughs> oh, dear me. It's great to see Barry back You again. don't have that problem, Will? I don't know. Bad genes, unfortunately. Um, at least, <laughs> so at least I don't have to pay the barbers anymore. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> well, we don't know what dates are going to be set for the games yet, but we're Neil, we're assuming that it's going to be at the end of June, and uh, Wembley is looks like it's going to be hosting the potential final there as well. Yeah, it looks that way, doesn't it? Lead two. I mean. The, the, there was sort of it was mooted earlier on in in Jordan lockdown. It might have been a neutral venue, and you're probably looking at similar to if it would have been sort of like the West Indies Test series playing at grounds with hotels, aren't they? So starting off with the Aegeus Bowl and, and moving around. But yeah, it looks like Wembley now. <clears throat> disappointing, isn't it? If if Pompey do get there and they can't go to Wembley in a playoff final, it'll be bittersweet, won't it? I mean, I know comfort of it that this leasing.com trophy final and they were there last season as well against Sunderland but it's not a playoff final is it this is the moment that Pompey could have got back into the championship and to not have the fans there it'll be it'll be gutting won't it if, if they can't be there to experience it with them and because yeah. that's where they really would have got a lift as well we've seen it last season against Sunderland when 
they were the backs were against the walls and then the fans started getting behind them and then Pompey started getting on top and you know the fans were a big factor in why Pompey won the Czech Trade Trophy last season. So it'll be gutting if if it is at Wembley if they do get to Wembley, but I'm sure Pompey fans would take that if they're gonna be in the championship next season. Neil Arstein, former colleague Steve Bone, still writes plenty on Pompey and his sports mail column this week though he said that he'd rather Pompey didn't get promoted if the fans weren't going to be involved in it. Would you what do you think of that? Um you can't pick and choose when you get promoted, can you? Really, you can't. You yeah. can't say oh, this isn't a good idea. To get, it's not good this year to get promoted. Let's wait next <laughs> year. It would be, be better. You can't. You can't do that. And um, we've missed a championship, and we we really have. Yeah. So this is Pompey's latest chance. Let's not get picky about what year Pompey get up into the championship. You don't have that ability. Just get up there. I I, I appreciate it won't be the same. And. I was speaking to Gareth Evans about this not so long ago, and uh, you know, obviously he remembers Cheltenham, he remembers Wembley, you know, great days, and he was a pivotal figure in both those games, and uh, and and even the the, the playoffs against um, Plymouth, the first leg at Fratton Park, which uh, a number of Pompey players said was the best atmosphere they've ever played in, that to all draw, and suddenly to to have success and in front of a Nobody at a ground is going to be really, really weird for everyone present, especially the players. And it does considerably detract from the achievement, doesn't it? it yeah. What, what do the players do? And uh, it, it definitely won't be the same. We, we all know that and appreciate that. But come on, we've, been, we've missed the championship, haven't we? We've been out of the championship too long. Uh, it'd be great going back up there to some of those grounds again. It was fantastic yeah. going to Norwich last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be part of that as well and uh, that's what we've missed and we're not in a situation to say okay in a few years that'd be better for Pompey so let's get promoted then you don't, it doesn't work like that if this is a year for Pompey to get promoted get promoted and let's enjoy ourselves back in the championship um, so that's my point of view anyway I know I know Bone is a romanticist isn't he uh, <laughs> yes, certainly. The, the, the Byron of journalism is Boney uh, so uh, <laughs> But uh, I'm afraid, in, in reality, let's be pragmatic. Let's just get back in the championship now. Let's not wait another season, please. There's yeah. nothing to say Pompey go up next season either. They still need to stay down, you know what I mean? If it didn't go up no. this season, did he lose Roland Curtis? Did he lose Alex Bass? So, you know, and then you look at the teams that might come down. What's to say to Pompey? It's, a lot of people are saying that this season, League One hasn't been as strong as it has been for, for a few years. So. What's to say next season, if some clubs come down, that, that it is going to be stronger, then, you know, Pompey might not be promoted again. So, you've got to take the opportunity when it comes, as you say, Neil. Yeah. OK, well, the clock's ticking on, on our Zoom call. Let's just quickly wrap up two other things. Um, Neil, testing. Two players come back positive um, on Wednesday night. But... It's it's not like back in March when Pompey needed to shut down the training ground, everything ground to a halt. Life can continue on, and Pompey can continue their preparations for Oxford, can they? Yeah, the players aren't in contact training at the moment, so they're satisfied everything's all right. It's important to remember that they've had a number of staff and players tested. Two were positive, the rest were negative. They're, therefore, they've not spread it among the squad. They're not sort of spreading among the staff. 
So the rest of them that have tested negative can continue training and going about their job. Um, and again, point out they're not in contact training. They're not all in group sessions. So therefore, um, they can control the spread reasonably well. Uh, next test is due today and tomorrow. So we'll find out more there. Um, the big concern for Pompey at the moment is actually Mark Catlin's voice. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. a massive concern. Mark Catlin's voice, he's strained. This is serious as well. He's strained his vocal cords. So he's very, finding it very difficult to speak, which uh, if you know Mark Catlin, that uh, is unheard of. Uh, and uh, that is the big problem for Pompey at the moment. Mark Catlin being unable to speak. He sounds, sounds a bit like Phyllis Pierce from Coronation Street, if you're old enough to appreciate that. Uh, more modern people out there will uh, associate his voice <laughs> with Paul Cook. If he speaks to him, he goes high and low. Or, or Zed from the Police Academy. Uh, so, uh, yes, he's, he's really soldiering on at Mark Catlin at the moment. You've got to feel for him. It's been a busy period with battling with the EFL and clubs and things. And, uh, and then when that finishes, 24 hours later, he's got to deal with two positive tests. Uh, it's been a, an epic battle for Mark Cannon. It obviously shows you are so high up in his... In his um, yeah, you've got major status then if he's picking up the phone to speak to you regardless then of, of his voice. Well, yeah, having said that, he had to translate with uh, Anna Mitchell today. He had to have <laughs> chip in and help him speak. <laughs> Apparently, he had, he's got a blackboard that he's writing things on as well, <laughs> people just say. Uh, but, right. Yeah, I feel for Mark Cannon at the moment because, as I, as I said to him earlier on, it, it could only happen to Pompey, couldn't it? They've had more, publicly, they've had more players test for coronavirus than any other club in this country. And when they all come back, which club has two more te positive tests? It has to be Pompey, doesn't it? Pompey, unfortunately, unfortunately. And Neil, uh, sorry, well, go to you for this one. Season tickets, details have been announced by the club. Oh, oh he's gone. Used to be starting <laughs> off options, three options, refund, um, a bit of credit for. Yeah, you dropped out there, Mark, but I got the gist of what you were saying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, it's, you can, it's, it's, it's just logical, isn't it, that the fans can either, you know, they're not the Pompey and say, they haven't, they haven't said the fans can't refund or they, they haven't done anything controversial. They've just spelt it out to fans. You can have a refund, you can have it off next season or, or you can donate it to the club. I know there'd be some fans who be saying, oh, we're owned by billionaires, why should we? But at the end of the day, the the, the are coming to run the club sustainably. They haven't come in to, to throw the money at it. And I understand, I, I do understand where, where fans are coming from, saying, why should we? But if you want to run the club sustainably and properly, then you've got to do that because that, that, those money, that money might not go into Kenny Jacket's budget next season or the playing budget. That might be a consequence. So, and the fans want to see that, no? Because they probably, they probably rude that idea that 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 the budgets are beat down and you can't sign the the, the ilk of players that you'd like to see come in. So, yeah, it, it all makes sense. And you always get people who don't like find people who don't like ideas and in every walk of life. I mean, so what can you do? Pompey have, have given fans the option if they want to take the money back, then take it back and and don't. Don't moan about it. If if you are struggling financially, which a lot of people are, you can be blamed if you if you need the 
that money during a difficult period. I don't think anyone will blame you, but if 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 you don't want to see Pompey battling for, if you want to see Pompey battling for players that you think will improve in the next season because the budgets will be competitive, then then keep the money in the club. It's as simple as that for me. Good stuff. Okay, well. Well, lads, we all know it's a busy time, regardless of the month of the year. June, we're normally on a beach by now, but no, we've still got work to do. So I will let you crack on, take care of those web pits, and we'll see you all again next week. <laughs> take care, everyone. Cheers, Mark. Cheers. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the Portsmouth News website from just £1 a month for the first three months for everything you need to know about Pompey and more.